everyone and welcome back to the podcast. I hope everyone had a really great Christmas and enjoyed spending the time with their families as well as the time off school or work. I know I had a really great time with my family. By the time that this goes up, I'll be on my way to Paris with my mom and sisters, which I'm super excited about. But since it's the end of the year and because my last episode was on New Year's resolutions and forming habits, I wanted to do one on 21 lessons that I learned from 2021. 2021 was a really big year for me. I went through a lot of changes, made a lot of really big decisions, all of which I'm super grateful for because I feel like I'm finally at a point in my life where I'm feeling happy and I feel like I'm on the right path. I think when this year started, I was very lost and confused within myself and was trying to find ways to be happy and thought that sources of happiness came from things outside of myself, which is not true. And so everything that has happened this year, I feel more content with. And I feel like I'm finally at a point where I'm not regretting the decisions that I'm making and I won't regret them in the future. And it all just feels right. And I think that all of these lessons that I've learned throughout this year have really brought me to this point and hopefully they can do the same for you. So like always, I want to start off with our little insight from the Bible to get us going and jump on this topic of 21 lessons from 2021. This one comes from Philippians chapter 3 verse 13 and it says, Brothers, I do not consider myself to have taken hold of it, but one thing I do, forgetting what is behind and reaching forward to what is ahead. I thought this was a really good quote from the Bible to kind of get us going because that is basically all we can do with our lives is forget what is behind and really reach forward to what is ahead. And holding on to things from the past really prevents us from growing and getting ourselves into the present moment and really being introspective with what we are and who we want to be. So just letting go of those things from the past that you may not be so proud of and even the things that you are proud of, just letting them go and moving forward and looking to who God may want you to be and where you can serve within your life to live a life through him and just looking forward to the plan that he has for you is so important. So So that's just a little food for thought and hopefully you can take that with you today and just remember that little that little quote. So to get straight into it, let's start off with lesson number one. Lesson number one is if everyone doesn't like a person, then that is probably your sign to leave or just reevaluate your relationship with that person. I think this was a really big one for me that took me a really long time to realize, but I was in a relationship with somebody that wasn't really liked by a lot of people and I was really blind to that throughout the relationship and people would come to me and they would tell me things like oh why are you with him you shouldn't be with him you can do way better and you know sometimes when people tell you those things it's not true and there may be something else going on but in this particular instance it was true because usually when a lot of people don't like a person there's pretty good reason behind it and it could be a reflection of that person just not having good character, that person not treating other people right, that person acting differently when you're not around, and other people can see that. Other people can see into your relationship from a different perspective than you can. Relationships, especially toxic ones where people, a lot of people don't like the person, you can get kind of tunnel vision and you can kind of just forget what everybody else is saying and block it out and you really won't realize the effect of this relationship until you're 
you're out of it. And that is something that took me a really long time to realize. And it doesn't even have to be romantic relationships. It can be friendships, really any relationship that you have. I know I had a friendship that a lot of people didn't like her. And I just was kind of blind to that as well. And once I finally started to pay attention to the signs and like be more aware of what was going on within this relationship and how she acted and things like that, I would, it started to put little like puzzle pieces together and it started to make more sense. And since getting that relationship out of my life and both of these relationships out of my life, I feel just so much freer. You know, I'm not weighed down by the negativity that they brought into my life and it's just better. You know, it's just, just being more aware and being cognizant of what other people are saying about this person. And sometimes it's justified and sometimes it's not. So you just have to kind of use your best judgment. But if there's a lot of people that don't like the person, then that's probably enough justification but it's up to you. So at the end of the day, it's your decision. But I know for me personally, those two relationships were definitely true that I needed to leave because a lot of people didn't like them. And the next lesson that I learned, lesson number two, is that it's a lonely path to success. And the next lesson, I also talk about success, but it really is true that when you finally get to a point in your life where you're following your mission and your path and you feel like you're making right decisions for yourself, you start to get a little lonely. It's, it's isolating. A lot of people are not in tune with that, with that part of themselves and they are introspective and they're not constantly questioning themselves and questioning the world and not getting to a point where they are living their best life. Most people are on autopilot and when you finally get to a point where you're reaching, in my opinion, success, which is being one with yourself, being true with yourself, being confident and being happy and living on purpose and acting in ways that align with who you are and what you want to do with your life and God's mission for you. And once you finally get to that point, it can be really isolating. It happens for different people at different stages. And during this point in our lives, it can be just lonely because you're kind of on the journey of self-growth and self-development by yourself. So lesson three is that success is not money. Like I mentioned before, there can be a lot of different meanings for success for everyone. And some people may think that success is having money and a big house and super nice car, successful jobs, something like that. But what it really comes down to, in my opinion, is true success is not equal to materialistic things. And it's all about finding the pace of grace. So I think where you are truly successful is when you align yourself with God and God's intentions for you. And you are just working really hard to find that sweet pace of living with intention and living through God and following the word and living out his message for the world and not being so consumed with what you can do with your life or with what other people are doing or thinking that you know the only way to success is through materialistic things because that's not true we can't idolize materialistic things and god so i think you have to really pick one and you have to pick which which kind of success you want to have and for me personally i think you get true fulfillment out of aligning success with God and God's intentions for you in your life and just trying to live virtuously through him. So it's different for everyone, but that was one lesson that I really learned that really helped me come to terms with what I was doing within my life and really has helped me not compare myself so much with people because when you limit your your definition of success to materialistic things and like what kind of job you have and all this and your status in life, it's really open to comparison and 
because everybody has something better. You know, there's always going to be somebody who has something better than you or something more than you. And it's just a never ending comparison battle, I think. And when you limit your definition of success to that, you're never going to be truly happy because there's always going to be comparison. But when you align your definition of success to God and what God's purpose is for you on this earth and just living your life through him and building up his kingdom, not your own, there is no comparison because everybody is equal in the eyes of God. And I think that's one thing that really helped me. The next lesson that I learned is that there is a big blessing with not drinking and that you can have fun without drinking, especially within the college group that I'm in, like the college age. A lot of people go to parties and they go out and that's the real source of fun for a lot of people. But when you take drinking out of the equation, it opens up so many doors to other things that you can do and other ways to spend your time that are just more fulfilling. I know I used to believe that in order to have fun, you had to drink and you had to go out and you had to just do what everybody else was doing, but that's not true at all. And it this kind of goes back to the, it's a lonely path to success thing because when you finally get rid of drinking and you stop doing it, it's lonely because you know, that's what most people do and you really realize that that is how most people live their lives. No matter in what age group, whether you're 21 or you're 55, that is what a lot of socializing revolves around. And when you stop drinking and stop doing stuff like that, it can be isolating but it's really fulfilling at the same time because you're literally, in my opinion, alcohol is like poison and it's poisoning your body. It's not good for you. It's poisoning your mind. It's aging you. It's dehydrating you. It makes you make really bad decisions and it just... I I know, especially for me personally, when I did drink, I made a lot of poor decisions and I did a lot of things that I'm not proud of and I would just be happier and I am happier without having that negativity. Like whenever alcohol was around, I just felt negative and there's nothing wrong with drinking. It's just for me personally, I just don't like the way I feel and the way that I act when I do it and I thought that I had to in order to have fun and in in order to hang out with people, but that's not true at all. You don't have to do that to have fun. So if you're kind of like having that internal struggle of, oh, I really want to stop drinking, but I don't want to be isolated or I don't want to be kind of like an outcast. It's okay. It's okay to be the outcast sometimes. And you know, that is really when you can begin to grow, when you make decisions for yourself and not decisions based on what other people think. Lesson five, this one is big and I want to do an episode on it, but there is no such thing as getting things out of your system. You hear a lot, especially within the college age people that when you're in college, college is the time to get things out of your system and to sleep with a bunch of people and drink and party and do all these things and this is your time to just get it out, get it over with, get it done. But there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with any of this. But for me personally, I just don't think that there's any way that you can really get things out of your system. When you engage in any type of behavior, it's putting things into your system. So when you're sleeping around with other people, you're literally giving yourself to that person and that person is becoming part of you and it's becoming, it's getting into your system, literally, where you, and I want to talk about this it's called soul ties where you're literally bound to that person now and if that person experiences a lot of anger and resentment within the world and you sleep with them you could start experiencing those same feelings too and you're just bound to that person now and they're in your system they're a part of them they're a part of you and there is no escaping it and the, the same thing goes with drugs alcohol anything partying engaging in behavior like that 
and there's nothing wrong with it there really isn't but to live a life of true fulfillment I think you really have to evaluate what's important to you and what isn't and in my opinion what's important to me is putting things into my body and engaging in behavior that aligns with my mission for God and not for other people the next lesson is that your environment affects your mood this one is huge because where you live and what you surround yourself with is a really big indicator of how you feel and you may view the world differently because of where you live and your environment. And I really struggled with this. I was in an apartment that I absolutely hated. I hated everything about it. Just walking into the building, the energy was very dark and it was off. It was very off. And every time I would go into the apartment, I'd instantly get like really tight and tense and anxious and I just never felt comfortable and there wasn't good lighting it's especially for me it's really important that I have good natural light in my room and in the space and this one just did not have that have that my bedroom had no windows and it just was not good it it wasn't I was in an environment where I was really able to thrive and as soon as I got myself out of that environment I've been so much happier like my mood has been completely different I haven't had periods where I've, I've experienced extreme negativity you know like I've just been happy and I really think that my environment was contributing to my not being happy and not being able to really grow and improve myself and I know for a lot of people moving isn't necessarily an option so it doesn't even have to be moving it could be just painting your walls getting different curtains getting different bedding for yourself or setting up a corner in your room that is kind of like a little sanctuary where you can meditate paint read whatever whatever it is you choose to do but just creating a space that feels safe for you and where you're not bringing all the anxiety and stress from the world back with you into your home because the world is already stressful and anxious enough. You know, there's already so much going on within the world that you don't want to bring that back with you to your home and your home should be peaceful and a place where you feel comfortable and when it's not like that, it, it definitely affects your mood. So if you're experiencing like really big problems with your mood and feeling really unhappy, maybe like reevaluate your space and your environment and make some changes to it and just see what happens because I know that was huge for me. The next one that I really realized this year is that it is okay to lean on God in times of trouble and to just put all of your fears and anxieties onto him because that is literally what he's here for. You're not meant to go through life alone and even though you may be physically alone, you're never alone with him. And I know for me, within my previous relationship that I was in at the beginning of the year, I felt really isolated and alone and within my career path that I was on track to do, I just did not feel happy and it just didn't when I would think about the future in that career, I, I couldn't see happiness. I just felt it just gave off like really dark energy and it didn't feel good. And so in times of trouble like that, when you're really reevaluating your life and figuring out what you really want to do, it's good to lean on God. You have to lean on God or else it's going to be really difficult to get through it. And just leaning on him and finding the peace and satisfaction of knowing that he has a plan for you and that he is here to take away all your fears and anxieties because every Everything with him has a purpose and with him you will find your purpose and you will live a life that's on purpose. It takes away all that anxious feeling and that feeling of not wanting to live the life that you have been living. You know, it's 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 hard, especially within the moment when you are filled with negativity and consumed with thoughts like that of like what you're going to do with your life and your future. I know I felt it a lot, but really just putting peace into God and offering yourself to him will help you so much. The next one that I learned 
learned is that fear means you are going in the right direction. This one is huge. I was, for example, I was going to be going into the army and I was so fearful of leaving. I thought that I had to stay in the army and some things happened where they kind of screwed me over and I just had no idea what I wanted to do with my life. So I thought that I had to stay. And when I finally was faced with the decision of like, oh, I actually have the opportunity to leave. I was so fearful because I didn't have that security of knowing what I was going to do with my life anymore. And when you have that fear, that's a good thing. That means that you're moving in the right direction. And that means that you are making choices for yourself that are going to bring you to where you need to be in your life and are going to bring you to that place of envisionment where, you know, I think we've all had times where we really envision like the perfect life for us. And when you are fearful of things that are going on within your life and fearful of choices that you have to make and stuff, that is a good indication that you are on the right track to live that life that you've envisioned for yourself. Because that's definitely how I felt. And like, even with this podcast, I was so fearful before starting it. You know, even if nobody listens to this, it's more fun just to do it as a hobby and just for myself. I was still so fearful. I was so fearful about what people would think, but you know, I feel I have a vision for it and I feel like if I just stay consistent with it, it'll be what I want it to be. And that fear is a good indication that it's going in the right direction. So just keep that in mind. Next one, keeping promises to yourself is more important than anything else. You have to keep promises to yourself. You can't always keep promises for other people and then disappoint yourself by not keeping your promises. This one's huge and it took me a long time to realize this one too. But if you're constantly doing things for other people and you're kind of giving yourself the short stick and you're not giving yourself the time and attention that you need and to keep promises to yourself, then maybe you should reevaluate where your energy is going because you yourself should always be the top priority. Not other people, not tasks that you need to do, not school, nothing like that. It's always yourself. And if you can't keep promises to yourself, then how are you supposed to keep promises to other people? You know? So that's a one, that was one thing for me that I really learned and that I'm really trying to put more attention into and try to focus on is just putting myself first. And if I tell myself that I'm going to do something and I want to change something about my life to keep that promise to myself and actually do it. The next one is to follow what feels good. This one's huge. And I think a lot of us within our lives with, we have social pressure and all these things and parents telling us what to do and peer pressure and it's hard to really be in tune with your intuition and to know what feels good and to follow it but as soon as you kind of take a step back and get a little introspective about your life and really reevaluate what you're doing and what you want you can be more in tune with those feelings within yourself and you can kind of just let your body guide you to where you need to be you know because you you can't compare yourself to somebody else who is on a completely different trajectory than you you know you just have to follow what feels good and do what feels good and just go with that the next one is it's okay to take a break from social media i took a break from social media this year i think i was off of it for five months and whenever i would tell people that oh i'm not on social media anymore i got i got rid of all of it people would be like almost shocked and they would always say i'd always hear from people that they want to do that they want to get off social media but they're like scared too because they feel like they'd be out of the loop they miss out on things but it's okay to take a break you know it's always going to be there for you you don't have to delete your accounts just delete the apps off your phone and just take a break whether it be a day a week months a year doesn't matter it's always still going to be there you know social media is not going anywhere but your mind and your body 
and your soul may need a break from it and you have to prioritize that. If you feel like every time you're going on social media, it's draining you, it's giving you anxiety, you're comparing yourself and it's just taking away your joy, then maybe it's time to just take a break and it is okay to do that. I know when I took a break from social media for myself, it was literally the best thing that I ever did because, which I'll lead into in the next lesson that I learned, but I really was able to figure out what I wanted to do with myself in my life and not compare myself to other people in the process because when you are really in that period of self-growth and self-development where you are trying to really change things about your life and what you want to do, you have to have more of a creation mindset than a consuming mindset and when you're on social media, you're constantly consuming other people's thoughts, other people's emotions, other people's creativity and not your own and so by getting off of it, you're really allowing yourself to step away from that and to just be yourself and be with yourself and have conversations with yourself that aren't kind of diluted by the rest of the world and you're able to make decisions for yourself that again align with what feels good and what with and with what you need to do. So this brings us into the next one is to have a purpose behind your social media usage. This one was huge. I thought that it was like it's like normal and a lot of people and it is normal to have just your Instagram page where you just post pictures of yourself and you just mindlessly scroll through it for hours every single day but there's no purpose really behind that except for yourself and I think to really have a good experience with social media and to not get anxious with it is to create a purpose behind your social media usage so whether it be for business for marketing for whatever type of thing you want to do just have a, a purpose behind it and know even if you don't have a business or anything like that and you still just use your personal social media profiles just kind of going into it with conscious consent and um, really follow and be aware of what you're looking at and what is on your feed because everything that you're seeing is literally being put into your system like I talked about before and when you have more of like a conscious consent and are choosing who you choose to look at and what you choose to view and things like that it can have more of a purpose behind it and it's kind of I'm sure a lot of people have heard the quote of like you are the five people that you spend the most time with and it's the same thing with social media you are and you become the five people that you consume the most on social media so just pick and choose who you want that five to be and go from there the next thing is that the things you think are going to make you happy won't this one was really big for me too I thought and it kind of goes along with success and all that I thought that in order to be happy I needed to have a bunch of friends and have a bunch of followers and be doing all these crazy extraordinary things but that's not true true happiness comes from yourself you cannot rely on other people and other things to make you happy because they won't they're always disappointing you the only thing that can not disappoint you is yourself because you're in complete control so just having yourself be your number one source of happiness will really help you to live a life that is purposeful and fulfilled and not bogged down by all the negativity within the world and all the other things going on. The next one that I learned is to stop seeking validation from other people, aka TikTok. This one was huge for me because I went through a period where I was in a relationship where I wasn't getting validation from the relationship. So I turned to TikTok as a way to get validation and I was posting like really bad things. I did not, like I'm not proud of the stuff that I posted on there. It's cringy. It wasn't good. And that was kind of my source of validation and I that's not you can't seek validation from other people like with the last one 
you can't expect other things to make you happy and that's the same thing you can't expect other people or other things to validate you your validation and your happiness comes from yourself and that that took me a long time to realize but it's an everyday battle and it's hard to remember that sometimes but just being aware of hey I'm the source of my happiness I'm the source of my validation God gives me validation God gives me happiness and just lean on that and just pray with that and go forward with that. God will take the wrong people out of your life and replace them with the right ones. This one was really big too because again goes back to my old relationship. It wasn't right for me. It was it was not good. I was not in a good place. I wasn't thriving and as soon as I got out of that I was instantly replaced with somebody so much better and somebody who is running towards God at the same pace as me and who is fulfilled with by himself and not seeking fulfillment from me. You know, we are both people who our missions are aligned and it is just right and it feels great and it's not negative, it's not toxic, it's not anything like that. And when God takes people out of your life, they will always be replaced by better people. It just sometimes takes longer than you might want, but you're on God's timing, not yours. The next one is to keep your circle small. This one's pretty big for me too like all of them they're all pretty big but keeping your circle small is so important because like with everything the top five people that you spend your time with are who you become and so if you have a small circle you're able to really thrive and grow and not be sucked into drama and negativity and it's just really important to have a couple people that you can really rely on and not be sucked into everything else within the world the next one is all you can do is be kind this one is hard sometimes to keep up with but it's a really big lesson that I've learned this year is like no matter what no matter who people are or what they're doing or what they're saying to you and no matter how mad you may get or upset or something the only thing that you can do is be kind that's like just the biggest thing that you can do and the best thing that you can do to just live a life purpose is to just be kind to everyone no matter who they are no matter what they say because kindness is one thing that nobody can take away from you and kindness is not weakness no matter what people may say or how people may make you feel if you're kind kindness is not weakness it's a reflection of true strength especially when you're kind to people that are not kind to you it's just a reflection of who you are as a person and just being kind to others is one of the best things that you can do no matter what next one is long distance sucks but it is so worth it so this is for those in relationships and if you're in a relationship that ever comes to having to go long distance it is so worth it and I want to do an episode where I talk about this but it is it really it's really hard and it really sucks and you have to really evaluate if long distance is worth it for you guys it's a big decision but if you do choose and decide that long distance is worth it for you guys it's gonna be hard but it's so it's so nice any I like before my relationship that I'm in now went long distance I realized I like looked around and did some research on it and I saw that a lot of people who were in really strong relationships like Sadie Robertson and her husband they were long distance a lot of people that I followed were long distance for some point in their relationship and now that they now they have these strong healthy amazing relationships and from what I can tell and that's just so awesome and I think that long distance really is a good way to make you guys stronger and to kind of where you're not so relying on like physical intimacy but you're more able to develop a stronger emotional intimacy which is so important within a relationship and I just think that 
if you can get through it, it's so worth it and it'll make things so much better. The next one is existence over occupation. Your existence is so much more than your job and I, I, once I realized this, I, it was like a light bulb went off. Your job is not who you are. You're not defined to what you do for your work and how you make your money. You cannot place your identity into your occupation and what you do with your life. You have to place it into who you are as a person and who you God has made you to be and that's all you can do because your occupation can always be taken away from you. If you're working a job, you could one day just show up to work and get fired or if you have a business, you could go bankrupt or and fail, you know? You can't place your whole identity and your whole purpose into your job that you're doing because it'll just lead to endless disappointment and you'll leave yourself without being satisfied. The 20th one, God whispers and the devil screams. This is a big lesson that I learned too. God will always act in ways that are quiet and that are more unseen and you have to really pay attention to witness what God is doing within your life and the devil will always seem so much more powerful. Temptations from the devil and temptations from evil things within our lives will always be so much louder and so much more in your face than God will be. God is more subtle. He is more peaceful. He acts in ways that if you really want God in your life, you will see it and you will experience it and you will become it. Whereas the devil is everywhere. He is always trying to bring you down no matter what. And it's just a matter of what you're focusing your attention on. And for me, this one was big because I would be easily tempted and I would look at what other people were doing and if what other people were doing were a source of negativity and a source of like bringing resentment into my life or something like that. It always seems so much more powerful and it'll look when the devil is screaming at you, it'll look like awesome and everybody else will be doing it and you'll want to do it. But it's just that little whisper within yourself that can tell you like, no, this is not right. This isn't right for you. You have to do something else. And that is God. So listen to that whisper and ignore the screams. And the last one, you have to establish a purpose and a mission within your relationships. This one is huge. Like, like all these, I've said that for like almost all of these, it's so important to have a mission and a purpose within your relationship because having a relationship that's on purpose and a mission within it will allow you guys to seek fulfillment outside of each other and you'll both be running at the same pace towards God and you both will be fulfilled through your life's work, not from each other. And making sure that you have that will make sure that there are true intentions within your relationship and just your relationship will not be easily persuaded or tempted or weighed down by things from the devil, like the devil screaming. You know, there's always going to be temptations within relationships. There's always going to be negative things that happen. But if you have a purpose and mission within your relationship, it's so much easier to ignore those screams from the devil. And this doesn't just apply to romantic relationships. It's literally any type of relationship that you have. Just making sure that there's a purpose behind it will make it so much stronger and build such a strong foundation that nothing can tear it down. And that is so important. So that was 21 lessons from 2021. I hope everyone listening was able to get some insight from that and hopefully able to learn something. It was a really big year. These are really big lessons and a lot of them kind of interconnect with each other and 
you know, that's normal within life, that's normal within lessons, but they were just really big things that have helped me kind of become the person that I am now and to be less fearful and be more confident with the choices that I'm making and not be so bogged down by what other people may think or consumed by what other people may think or what other people are doing and just learning these things have brought me to this place in my life where I'm finally, like I said, being fulfilled and just happy from myself and from God and his mission for me and that's all you can do. You just have to take it one step at a time and just become more aware and conscious of what you're doing and get yourself out of autopilot and just really focus on the things that matter and not be so persuaded by what other people are doing or temptations from the devil or the screams, if you will. So thank you guys so much for listening. I really appreciate you taking the time to listen to this and I really hope you were able to learn something. It is a lot of information, but you know, there's probably some bits and pieces that you can take with you. And so just leave a review if you have any insight or any comments or anything about this or feedback follow the instagram follow on spotify or apple and i will see you all next week thank you bye